0: Welcome back, everybody. It's our podcast. The Hooligan Hangout, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So welcome back. How are y'all doing this week? Um, Unfortunately,
1: my voice is kind of in and out. So uh, if I die towards the end of the episode, I'll probably just die for reals. So if you guys hear me stop talking, uh, just assume I am passed out on my keyboard.
0: We have to carry, basically, just a little bit. Yeah. How are you doing, Alex? Angry. <laughs> Angry. Right. So this week, we've got an exciting episode. We are going to review The Adam Project on Netflix, and it's a pretty exciting one. I thought it was a good movie, but we'll talk about that later. But we'll start off with some news. Did you all hear about Anthony Starr this week? I guess it was last no, week. No, tell us, day. my good friend. You actually didn't hear that he got arrested?
1: Yeah, dude. Homie took method acting. A little
0: too yeah, serious. A little too far. He well,
2: uh,
0: he he got arrested for assaulting a chef, and mm. apparently he punched the chef in the face twice before breaking a bottle over his face.
2: So he assaulted a chef. Did he pepper him with insults? Probably. <laughs> Thanks, Rocha. I appreciate you.
1: It was all right. I said he assaulted him. I didn't say he seasoned <laughs> okay. It
3: how does that affect him with the like the TV show and stuff? Honestly,
2: I think so, it's just a bit. <laughs> it's just a just a, a marketing ploy. Yeah, well, I mean Homeland is fucking <laughs> crazy. So I'm I, they wouldn't have rolled out season 3 with with him, you know what I'm saying? Like do, bro, do
1: it's crazy because I've been following Anthony Starr like since the first season of The Boys and the dude seems like genuinely like the coolest fucking person. Yeah, he seems yeah. really
0: awesome. He seems cool. For anyone but, that um, doesn't know who Anthony Starr is, he's Oh, obviously, I guess we already said it. Homelander from the boys. It's just like a uh Amazon show about like the, the it's just like it's a superhero show, but y'all should watch it. But it's really good. But yeah, the main character is like super crazy and evil, but obviously in <laughs> the life, the Star seems really cool, seems genuine, but apparently not. But uh he got um he was given a 12-month suspended prison sentence.
3: Oh shit. Yeah, basically that
0: means he's going to be on like probation kind of for the next 12 months and if he acts up again, then he's going to prison. But as long as he doesn't act up again or do anything, you know, crazy, I think production is still going to be okay. I think everything's going to go smoothly. Steve's going to act up on set. <laughs> Which is better because I've been waiting for the new season of The Boys. Well, the, he had finished. They had finished all the scenes already. It's just, you know, season four. I don't know about season four because of him. Oh, okay. And then also he, uh, I don't know how how long ago he finished that animated animated series of the boys. Oh, he did the voice for it, right? Forgot. But I thought I heard they were doing a second season, so that would mess that up too if he, you know, goes crazy. But not necessarily
2: because really. they have different animation styles. So they could just use different characters. Sorry, am I too loud?
0: But it's his. But he's the voice actor. Like he's, you know. Have you actually watched the animated show? Yeah.
1: Well, then you know it's just a bunch of skits, so they can just do skits without him in
0: it. Oh, I haven't right. seen all of it. There's
2: like, there's like four episodes without the homework.
1: I was about to say it's like not episodic. It's just like a like short, Looney Tunes. Short,
2: it's little like version. yeah, it's like it's like Tom and Jerry type shit. One episode, and then it's like. Uh, comically, uh, good comic representation next. So it's just like it's kind of random. And it's it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like it kind of reminded me of Mad TV. I don't know if y'all have ever seen Mad TV. Yeah, yeah, like honestly, that. interesting. Well, but,
0: uh, it. What did y'all? What did y'all find out this week? What
2: did y'all? Uh, I found out that Miss Marvel is going to be a cosmic being like Galactus. <laughs> oh, uh, like Galactus. Yeah, so, no, she's just gonna have like, uh, like causing powers. She's gonna be more, more, uh, less stretch power and more fucking created universe type power. Green Lantern. No, I'm okay with that yeah. though. because not in Go ahead. Oh, I, I mean, I, I kind of see where they're coming from. Like, it's stretching is only, it's cool for so long. And they, they needed to like add like something else that, you know, they can actually like peaks them throughout a period of a periodic show but i wish to kind of just start to the original because they they've done a lot with her anyways with just her original power in the comics so i'm sure they (laughs) do the same thing with the show but i don't know i i I don't want to be too picky about it because looking at it right now um apparently uh it involves her making more energy constructs in her powers instead of just physical like hand hand (laughs) hand 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 and I don't know, like I I've, I watched, uh, watched play, uh, uh, the play, what's, what? Avengers. The Avengers. Yes, the Avengers. Yeah, sorry, I just forget its title because it's fucking yeah. shitty. <laughs> uh, but I watched him play it for a little bit, and I saw Miss Marvel's like powers in play, and they were actually pretty cool. Like I actually like dig their character. I mean, I didn't I didn't get past the storyline because fuck that <laughs> shit. But um, uh, I did enjoy seeing her powers in action. So I wonder how they'll be able to do that with in the show.
0: I will say the trailer looked very good, and I feel like they portrayed it really well. I do think it's weird that they completely kind of changed the nature of their power, because if they did that to anybody else, we would be mad. But since it's a lesser-known character, we probably don't mind as much. But, I mean, they made it look good in the trailer, so it's whatever.
1: What I was going to say is I feel like the only reason they did that is because this show and the Fantastic Four are also going to come out. So I feel like they didn't want to introduce two brand new people with basically the same powers, with Reed Richards and her being able just to stretch their bodies. So I feel like they're just like trying to discern them from each other. So like in a year, they don't feel like they're putting out the same character, just like gender swapped.
2: Dude, that's what I was gonna say. (laughs) For real, I don't think they wanted the same powers. (laughs) Y'all should just fucking kiss already. If I connected <laughs> on brain, oh, yo,
3: <laughs> coming to the next room, big boy. It's a joke if you want it to be.
0: All right. Well, wait, uh, wait, wait. I did
3: think the trailer was really fun, though. I thought it really set the tone of who she is because I did too. That I've is where She's obsessed
1: this. with like Avengers and stuff.
0: Edward, what do you got for us?
1: Sticking on the Marvel train and cut kind of relating to our movie as well. The original Deadpool director, Sean Levy, Levy or Levi? It's Levy, yeah, Levy. I think. Sean Levy is to direct Ryan Reynolds in Deadpool 3. I'm excited for that. So they did keep the same director.
0: I am super excited for that one.
2: Can't wait to the see another superhero I mean, lighting from him.
1: Same one that uh you know did Free Guy and, in fact, The Atom Project.
3: And was a producer. Oh yeah,
1: yes, he was part of the the producing team for the Deadpool movies as well. So him and Ryan Reynolds have been like buddy buddy. So I feel like their chemistry, like him understanding how he is as an actor, will just help like lean more into like the quip heavy Deadpool that we've seen. Right,
3: before. Levy's gonna know exactly how to write <laughs> the scenes for Reynolds. Yeah, now he, I feel like a lot of the time in Levy's movies, like I guarantee most of the stuff. He's like, you know what to do, bro. Like, just go out there, and, <laughs> you know what to say, and just put a spin on it and we'll
0: keep it. I feel like Ryan Reynolds is probably just God's here at improv. At improv, yes. Yeah, that's what I said. Why'd you, you have to repeat right. it?
3: Because I thought you were gonna say something else, and I was gonna disagree. <laughs> like
2: he's, also, yeah. he's also a very good serious I'm actor. Yes. <laughs>
0: That's what I think, too, and I think he's underrated as a serious actor. Because- I, have got,
2: you know, I should see uh, Amityville Horror. It has him like in a horror movie, and he's pretty good at it. Like, he's Amityville good. Horror? Amid- I it's feel like Amidville. a lot of the movies he's in. Is it really? If- yeah.
0: I feel like a lot it's of the a- movies uh, he's in, even if he is a serious role, like the directors try to make him funny, I guess. Witty? That's just because he's yeah. who he is. But I feel like he, he's really good at just being like yeah. straight serious. I refuse to believe that Ryan Reynolds is
1: ever like not playing himself in any movie, bro.
0: <laughs> Pump it, bro. Fist bump. I disagree. I feel like this movie, we'll talk about it more later, but I don't think <laughs> works for himself.
1: What do you mean, bro? <laughs> we'll get to that discussion we'll to that. soon.
3: Uh, who's My turn? Yes, sir. All right. So we talked about Marvel. Now I'm going to talk about the superior franchise, DC. <laughs> Is coming out with another animated spin off, or yeah, another animated series for DC HBO Max's. They've had so many series and spin offs that they've announced, but this one is going to be about Kite Man, which is in development and it's a direct spin off of the animated show Harley Quinn. Which, if y'all haven't seen, y'all should really watch because it's actually really funny and it's probably one of their best animated shows I've seen.
0: I almost did that one for my news. You what? I almost did that one for my news. Oh, really? So did Edward. <laughs> <laughs> Kaitman's actually a
3: pretty. They make him a pretty deep character in that show, so I actually am pretty excited for the show. Like, dude, I think it'd I be think pretty the
0: cool. I it's in the Harley Quinn universe. Is going to be cool. I haven't seen the show yet, but it looks cool. It looks it's really good. Really it's funny.
1: I think it's genuinely like perfectly on brand with the style that DC has been going in by just playing with their like we really, really weird characters. Yeah. It's weird to say that other than Batman, the best like live action DC movies we've gotten have been from literally characters that no one fucking knows about.
0: Well, that's,
2: like a, that's
1: the cool thing, though. That's how you build them up. like
0: yeah, Peacemaker. You, like, yeah, that's
1: right.
3: Iron Man and Captain America, I'm telling you right now, they were C-list before Marvel came out with their stories. Mm-hmm. They were C-tier, bro. Now they're A-tier to everyone. Live action, at least.
2: The Speaking about... Uh uh underrated uh DC shows. Uh the Peacemaker is probably the, one of my favorite live action uh DC shows. I if I haven't uh, really I haven't really watched like um the CW versions of The Flash or anything like that. Just 'cause um uh, you know I've heard a lot of that it's really good but it also goes to shit later in the yeah. seasons. So, so but, I don't know.
3: That's a topic for another day. If y'all want to review just leave a comment. Or a or, or review of our podcast and be like, hey guys, this podcast sucks, but y'all should do Peacemaker. <laughs>
1: yes, please, drop that.
3: <laughs> but now we can get into our favorite part of the new segment, the, the sponsor.
0: Sponsor.
3: All right, so this week we are going to review The Adam Project, which as was previously mentioned, is starring Ryan Reynolds and the younger version of himself in the movie, uh, Walker Scobell, which uh, I'm not entirely sure if this is Walker's first appearance in a movie. I'm not entirely sure. He seems a little bit, um, not. he seems young, but not like really young, not like really, really young child doctor. So maybe he has been in other stuff. But anyways, uh, here's a little synopsis. It's from Netflix. Um, after accidentally crash landing in 2022, time traveling fighter, fighter pilot Adam Reed teams up with his 12 year old self for a mission to save the future. So it's a, it's a time travel movie and this is going to be our non-spoiler review. So we're just going to go around. Everyone's going to give their general thoughts and that's it. And then we're going to go into spoilers. So who wants to start? Then you, Takers. I know you love Ryan Reynolds movies, Anthony. Do you want to start?
0: Uh, yeah, okay, I'll start. I thought overall, wait, this is spoiler free, right? Yeah, so overall, I thought it was a really, really good movie. I feel like it was super emotional, which I liked. And I feel like it. Uh, chronologically, it did it really well. Like, it really brought brought you with the time travel. Like, it wasn't confusing at all. It was, like, simple, but still... They, like, they did it right. They know what they were doing. They still like. I feel like they still
3: <laughs> dove a little bit into it. Like he would explain stuff, but then he'd like back off because he'd be like, "No, don't worry about that."
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, basically. But I really thought my favorite part was how emotional it was. So I All did right. like it. What would you think,
2: Alex? Uh, sorry, I have to agree with Anthony. I did like the emotion that he conveyed. It showed that he could like be funny, but also be very serious. Like in the next scenes. Um, there was also like, uh, I thought visually it was just very pleasing just cause, of certain C- just cause of certain CGI scenes that I thought would be able to be pulled off by Netflix themselves. Cause they've some terrible CGI sometimes, but, uh, uh, but like I was saying, uh, the CGI that they have on this movie is pretty good, especially on, on especially the beginning scene with the, the movie. So I don't know. This fucker stole my
1: thunder. Hey,
3: so what I, I do have to say, it's a really... Um, I thought Ryan Reynolds and Walker Scobell's relationship in this movie, because they're playing the same person, just like, you know, with the <laughs> age gap, younger one and an older one. I thought their chemistry was really good. Like, especially from Walker. He did a really good job as um as um, his younger Yum. version. Because at times I was like, this dude's a mini Ryan Reynolds. Like, I swear. And um, it also had really good lighthearted humors. And it really has they really emotional emotionally connect throughout the movie, him and his younger self. And I really think this is a movie you can like definitely watch with your family, because it's got a lot of family moral messages in there and themes that would just it would be just good to hear if you were to watch with your family. Also, like Alex said it's tech and all its like CGI. I thought I thought it was pretty, pretty solid for a Netflix movie. And I thought some of the tech was actually pretty cool to see. Like it was a little um I wouldn't say, like, super original, but it was, you know, it was something else. So it was pretty cool. And, um, yeah, that's all really I got to say without spoilers. Just overall pretty feel-good movie.
1: Yeah, I thought they had really good uh, family chemistry, like Anthony said, where it just did a really good job of keeping you emotionally invested in, like, every character uh, throughout whatever, like, tribulations they were going through at the time. And the CG was absolutely beautiful and stunning and it was not that was definitely something you'd expect to see out of like a a big like high budget movie studio, which Netflix is actually turning into. This movie did have a hundred and seventeen million dollar budget. Mm-hmm. Powerhouse. And um, I forgot the last thing I was gonna say. So um would you guys recommend people watch this?
0: I would. Absolutely. I would as well.
2: I would I would recommend it.
3: Okay, I would recommend recommend this movie, but I just have one thing to say. Um I do think that it does still have some of those little Netflix quips from a Netflix film. Oh. Like don't expect much different. I mean it's I, obviously one of their better ones, but don't expect much different from what they made.
1: I do remember what I was gonna say. I was gonna say that while this movie wasn't a hundred percent original, it's a time travel genre has been uh done a thousand times. But it does do a good job of making itself feel fresh and like paying homage to the to the films that it clearly drew cool. inspiration from.
3: That was a good one, yeah. That's a good take. So,
1: with that being said, if you guys haven't seen the movie, go watch it. Come right back for the spoiler review. If you guys don't want to see the movie and you don't want to hear us talk about it anymore, uh, follow our Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Keep updated and stay tuned because we will one hundred percent have a movie that you are super interested in down the line, no matter. What kind of films you're into. Go get your merch. Yes, and copy merch. We got brand new merch coming out soon. I'm working on a few designs. Oh. Just got to get approval from the board of directors. So, merch at streamelementscom the Hooligan Hangout. And uh, check out our YouTube for extra content. Uh, we'll dive deep into a topic relating uh, probably time travel movies. So, we'll see you guys. And we're
0: going to dive right into the spoilers. All right, Anthony, what did you love about this well, movie? So I want to talk about one scene in specific. And right. it's when it's towards the end of the movie, or it's like at the very end, pretty much, where they're all playing ball together, like mm-hmm. they're all playing catch. Mm-hmm. And then they he like missed the catch and he picked it up. Or yeah, he went to go pick it up and he turned around and they were gone. Yeah, Dude, I feel like that hit <laughs> so hard because it really made me think like, It really put in okay, put into perspective that the entire movie, all the relationships that they the the bit they built, the character development they had, like literally everything. Once they disappeared, like all of that disappeared with them because the way time travel works, like since time travel was never invented, both of those versions of Adam no longer exist, and since uh, Mark Ruffalo, the dad, since he still ends up dying. Literally, with like a year after those events, everything has is gone. Like everything that we watched in the movie never happened, and yeah. those connections were never made. Like everything that we like came to love about the characters just like disappeared, and I felt like would, that hit me pretty hard. I was like, but wow. you have to
3: believe all that uh, that trauma with his dad was fixed because Mark Ruffalo like figured out like what he did to his like the older version, like the adult, right? And yeah. I mean, the younger kid was you know it's a little different
1: in the spectrum so but you could still tell that um even at the end of the movie there was still residual like lingering things that are like deep in thought
2: because right.
1: at the end it showed that he did remember to give the mom the hug that he promised older him to give
0: okay i didn't understand that though to, because
1: and then he did remember to go and find his, his wife and yeah. he openly said i remember you and then he just like played it off like a joke but he knew I think she knew done, too. I don't know though,
0: because especially the scene with the mom, I didn't get because in the movie, like the Okay. At the end, the very, very end. That's like let's say that's like the original Adam. Okay, that's like the real time Adam. In yeah. the movie, we never once saw the real time Adam because like the twenty eighteen version, we never saw him, and he was never part of the whole time travel story. Like he had no idea. So it's like, how did you remember that?
1: I think essence, they, I think the way they explained it is like they just like.
0: Have memories. While the memories
1: like scatter across the timeline and it fixes itself, there's still like little bits of residual stuff. And I think that kind of feels like deja vu. Or they meant to play yeah. it off as like that little voice in your head, like where you just get the urge to do stuff. And I think that's yeah. kind of where like they don't directly remember, but they just get like that urge. Or like, I think I'm supposed to do this. And they just go and do it, you know? So yeah,
3: an intrusive thought. Yeah, that's why you don't think about
0: time travel movies t- too deep. <laughs> exactly,
3: <laughs> <laughs> because apparently
1: there are a,
0: a lot of different ways you can think about it. But yeah, yeah, it was crazy. And then, obviously, the the thing I was glad it it made me happy when he met his future wife. But yeah, yeah, what? the main thing was just that scene. It just like hit me that everything just disappeared.
1: From the, that scene was kind of cool too because. They talked about how they could feel themselves like going away, right? So, I feel like the little kid purposely, like, because like he looked at the older version of himself, they kind of smiled at each other, and then he threw the ball like away, like on purpose, oh, so his dad wouldn't see him go away.
0: Oh, shoot, that's smart! I didn't think about that.
1: And they just disappeared into thin air. Yeah, <laughs>
3: what crazy. do you think is the strongest thing from this movie, and then the weakest thing? Hey,
1: oh. we didn't get this issues.
3: He only said a scene, though. He didn't really say what he liked or disliked. But well,
1: that, okay. that was that, That's an example of what he said earlier where he said he liked the emotional part. That's fair. Okay. That's what we've been... Never mind. Yeah. So, uh, Alex, you're next on the
2: yeah. line. Uh, that's what I said bro. earlier about uh, visually stunning scenes. Pull out, bro. Pull out, bro. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I've never heard that before. Um, <laughs> bro. Okay. Uh, speaking about visually stunning things, um, I really enjoyed the the fighting. Especially the one with the quote unquote lightsaber that he had, which was just a bow staff almost. <laughs> um, uh, I just, I really, you know, enjoyed seeing that weapon in action. Especially like when he brought it out and the first time he just like boom, like he like he sent them flying away. Yeah, just like how Anthony <laughs> flew away from his chair
0: um i was literally about to comment but all right
1: i do i 100 that's a fucking lightsaber like the way they explained it is like oh yeah they vaporize when they die and all homie had to do to kill them was just to touch them with it so it's 100 percent just a lightsaber bro you know
0: what though this is a, just a quick real quick sidetrack were they really just killing people like including the kid like he was just like yeah i'm gonna just kill these people Yeah, <laughs> yeah but anyways continue alex that's how evil they were dude
2: yeah. So and then I don't know. It was just uh It was just really so gorgeously, especially like um, uh, this is spoiler, right? Yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah. when they're they're collapsing the machine and you can just see everything like being like, like sucked in and you can it's just like, you're just yeah. like you're like whoa, like like that was pretty cool to see on 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 the screen. Um, like I said, because of the CGI that sometimes uh, Netflix is infamous for, uh, having a lot of money but delving more into their actors than more of their CGI shit but it seems like they split it evenly this time and were able to contribute to both the acting and the the visual dynamic. Yeah. So. <coughs> I feel like
1: um, uh, with Netflix movies isn't ever like just the acting. I feel like it's more the story writing. That gets them. I, I get where
2: you're coming from. Um, no, what's something that you enjoyed from the movie?
3: What I enjoyed? Um, let's see. I mean, like I said earlier, the the chemistry was really good. I really liked how they. I mean, obviously they were one in the same person, but I really liked how they would talk, have different conversations about their dad or their mom, and they would have the total opposite thinking. Yeah. Like, like one of my favorite parts that like really um, helped me focus was whenever they were all talking, and and uh, Ryan Reynolds' character is all like, or Adam, he's just like really like mature about the whole situation. He's digging through the dad's closet and stuff, and then. He's like, uh, the young Adam says something about the mom, like something rude. And he's like, don't you talk about your mom like that. Like, you're going to regret it one day. Like, you don't say that crap. I was like, dang, bro. I'd probably say that too <laughs> if that was him.
1: I think the cool dynamic between them, two is that you could see where he's like, bro, how do you get so, how, how the fuck were you so smart?
0: And he's like, how are you so dumb? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or just little scenes when, like that. Those are really cool. When he was giving advice. He's like, you're not mad at him because he did these things, you're mad because um, he died. Yeah, I and he was given that. Like, yeah, that oh, I, that was oh, awesome because that that made
3: me see that um, he he kind of as he grew older he got angry, but he kind of forgot how he first initially reacted when he was younger. He was just really sad. He never thought about like what his dad didn't do for him. He thought, "Oh, my dad's dead. Like I'm so sad. I'm gonna miss him." He was grieving, and in a right. sense, he still is grieving. But he's just pissed at he's, that anger stage. He's pissed at his dad mm-hmm. for dying and for you know the time travel stuff, thinking right. it was all his fault. There's a lot of growth between the two, and they both connected because they were the same person, and they
0: kind of helped each other fill the void. Yeah. It doesn't matter, because they don't exist anymore, so... <laughs> okay,
2: Anthony! <laughs> yeah, right after uh, he hugged his mom, he called her a piece of shit and left. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> and then he just died. dude. just got vaporized. He's like, we're not going to be here anyway. <laughs> like,
1: All right, and my favorite parts of the movie, like I said earlier, were when they were, like, paying homage to the old-time travel movies where uh, they're trying to explain how it works. And he was like, oh, is it, like, a multiverse thing? Like, Marvel? Like, just kind of, like, winking at it. And then later he was like, oh, so you mean they're like Biff from Back to the Future? (laughs) And they're like, like, they directly, like, reference that movie. And And it's just, like, little things like that where it just feels like a nerd wrote this movie. It was like, hey, you can't say these things, but you can heavily show influence to them. So they still kept it original. See, that's know. what I
3: love about Free Guy too. The director just knows how to write like a nerd.
1: Right? He probably isn't, right. but he
3: write like it and then just put it. That's what when Free Guy got announced, I didn't think it was going to work because it was a video game movie. I mean, it was an original video game movie, but like, you know, I want to I want to see if it had that charm. Did you catch say.
2: the Easter egg from Deadpool? No. Which one? He like the uh, when uh, child. Uh, the child version of Ryan Reynolds flips into the screen, and then he does like a like he does a knee landing. Oh yeah, and he's, oh, he's yeah. a superhero yeah. landing.
1: Yeah, dude, that was so cool. Yeah, my, my favorite part is whenever he's like, "You ever had your ass kicked <laughs> by a twelve year old?" He just gets punched in the fucking face. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like he's like this badass <laughs> moment. And they're like, "No, you're not ready, bro."
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, this should me laugh so hard. This is a really really good movie. We've been watching fucking bangers of movies lately, dude. I feel like. We're going to give our audience that we're just like really light critiques. But these movies have genuinely just been slapping on like a different level. And it's nice because post-pandemic, all the good movies are coming out finally. So all the shit that we had to watch while they were delayed is uh, being filtered out slowly and slowly. Hopefully.
0: Nothing better. I'm going to say I don't have too many cons. Like I didn't find anything too much that I didn't like besides the, you know, the fact that the kids are killing you know the kid is killing people, mm-hmm. and I didn't understand that. <coughs> like Mark Ruffalo's character just automatically knew it was Adam, like just automatically. he's that like, father instinct, bro?
1: Father, father knows his kids, bro.
0: But the mother didn't when he was in the bar.
1: So why I think did the, the father mother did too? I think that's why she went out to. Yeah, go Yeah, she went after Adam. him.
2: Remember, especially because yeah, he said he said uh, he doesn't know how much he loves you. She was like,
0: "Yo, that's like a deep conversation." Like Mark Ruffalo, he was just like. Oh, he's said like one sentence, and Mark well, it's is, just like, a is like, "Because oh? it was,
2: it's also, it's also the song. He also referenced the song, and I'm sure he oh, plays yeah, that yeah, song yeah, all yeah. the time at home.
1: Only someone who knows know, him would
0: know. Maybe, but
3: he
1: that's probably real... recognized jacket too. He
3: probably plays that song around the house all the time, dude. And his son always hears it. It's my best guess.
1: And I guess the reason I could see why they were justifying them killing them is because essentially they're killing if they're successful. They're killing versions of those people that won't exist at all anymore. Yeah, That's what because I was basically. To. They're just like dispatch, like just knocking them out, basically, because they're not killing yeah. them because they haven't either. They haven't been born yet, or they're just regular dudes right now,
0: all right?
1: And it worked. So technically, everyone they killed, except for that psycho bitch, <laughs> uh, actually, no, none of them died because that timeline doesn't exist. So you
0: just erased, bro. Even then, even the psycho. Lady doesn't exist either.
1: (laughs) Well, no, I was about to say, no, she got, she shot herself, bro. She did. She's
0: gone. Literally shot herself. That whole timeline. Oh, yeah.
1: She shot her present day self. Yeah, that was it. Wait.
0: Time out. If future self goes back in time to shoot her, but then time travel was never really existed, how did future self go back in time to kill herself? This is where I don't want to think about this shit, to be honest with
2: you.
1: Because the timeline didn't solidify until after she shot herself.
2: The timeline solidified when he blew up the, the time travel machine. So that's where it stopped. So her death is just stuck there.
1: Yeah, okay. Bro, we can talk all day talking about this stuff with time travel movies. So we're that's not going to do saying. that for y'all. Um, Alex, do you have anything, anything negative? Negatives?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think we yeah. do, honestly. <laughs> um so my bad i'm so sorry so anyways i didn't like the how they just killed her off kind of easily the villain i didn't like that either it was just kind of like it was just kind of like anticlimactic like she shot a bullet it's it's also the fucking future you have a time machine but you're still using bullets brother come on like i thought that would have been like a little more advanced because they have fucking lightsabers you know what i'm saying like just bust had a laser weapon
3: Mark, Ruff- Mark Ruffalo said, "Ha ha, you idiot! You must not know science, bitch." <laughs>
2: yeah, I was like, uh, "All right." It's I said thing. that too. I was
3: like, "Okay." <laughs> well,
1: I thought that was pretty cool because, like in the end, I like how they just kind of outsmarted a bitch who was just in it for the money, and it was like, I don't know. To me, it was like symbolic for them to do it that way instead of like some big fight.
3: Yeah, I just thought it was cheesy though. Because he-
1: yeah, I agree, it was cheesy, but I feel like they did that instead just so it would have. A little bit more tie-in with the over-arching like, thing with it.
3: Like her present-day self just backed away into the exact spot she was going to get shot. That <laughs> was so funny. She got closer
2: to the machine that was sucking everything in.
3: Yeah, and she didn't expect that. Nobody expected that, actually. Even Ron Reynolds and them didn't expect that, except for Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. He was like, oh, actually, though, shoot me. <laughs> yeah. Do it. So, no, You got anything new negative? I do. Uh, The same crap I have about most of his movies, Ryan Reynolds is the exact same character. I thought he was going to break the trope at the beginning of the movie because I was like, oh, he's actually doing pretty good until he started talking to himself. That's when he like really like not broke character, but he started getting into his regular shit, acting shit. And I was like, oh, never mind. He's the same Ryan Reynolds.
1: Yeah, like they left him like super. That was another that was one of my cons is like they they left him like super serious for most of the movie. But anytime there was like a fight scene, he immediately broke into normal Ryan Reynolds shit and was like. Hey, idiot, look over here. Bop, bop. Hey, dumbass. Bop, bop.
3: Or when he was talking to those bullies, especially. Right? It was for, hey, you little shit.
1: You're going to like, go back
3: to town and you're going to tell them. Or whatever
1: he was talking to himself before he confronted the bullies. He's like, here's what you're going to do. You're going to walk up, you're going to do something, you're going to drop on your knees and hit him in the nuts. And then he just walks in and he's like, I'm going to cook your banana. I Fucked up. Which only is fine. Because, I'm, not, like,
3: I'm not like saying it's a bad thing, but it's just like that's his thing. But like, I want to see him in a role like Uncut Gems, bro. Like, I got a new respect for Adam Samuel. that he movie. was
0: playing his character, though, because you have to look at like the, like the script and the way it was written. Because if another actor said the exact same, like word for word, the way that he did, I feel like, like, it, it's y'all wouldn't say the same thing, you know? Like, I th- only think it's because of the way he delivers it. Delivers it, and just like his voice and like his like his facial, uh, I don't I don't know his, his mannerisms. I guess that's the only reason why I think y'all are saying that. No, a lot. I, think, well, we don't no, know. I, I think have, to, have so many examples of that.
2: Like that. The I mean, Rock
0: does that. Vin Diesel does that.
1: Kevin Hart does that.
0: Jason Statham does that. I agree, but I feel like in this script, if they put another actor into this script, I feel like it would have been the same thing. No, Yo, They put no. Brad Pitt in this movie. It's not the same. <laughs>
2: No, because no, Ryan Reynolds has the same witty humor. He's always making the yeah, same Yeah, that's just remarks. him. That's what I'm saying. That's just his style. If you put fucking Bruce Willis in this shit and he's making these witty remarks, it's, you're just like... turning
1: it to die Hard, bro. Like, yeah. if you put Bruce Willis in this movie, it's not as goofy as it is with him in
0: it. I disagree, though, because that's the script. And if you say that it's not going to be the same, then, like, with that logic, you'll say every actor plays themselves. They do. They do. Then that can't be a negative,
1: <clears throat> but it can be. What?
3: That's like Leonardo DiCaprio in every single movie. Because he plays a different character, and he fiz- he shows it. Like he is not the same person in every single movie.
2: Or it's, just like even Christian or uh, Christian Bell. Christian uh, Bell's a good example. Bell, yeah. He but, literally Leonardo transforms Bell. his body. He transforms his fucking body. Exactly. So yeah. okay,
0: put Leonardo Robert DiCaprio Robert in this movie.
3: Jared Leto, <laughs> I give him shit, but he's fucking he he changes his shit.
0: Put no. your
2: put Mike, uh, put a uh, fucking uh, you said Leonardo DiCaprio in a goofy movie?
0: No, put Leonardo DiCaprio in this movie, word by word, same script, and it would have okay, but
1: it's not the same, same script. Action. I guarantee you, half of that shit is Ryan Reynolds ad libbing, and the director's just like, I love it. Not also, so if it was
3: a different, I don't think it would be word for word either. I feel because he made this role for Ryan Reynolds. He said, Oh, I bet he would deliver that good the way he does.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he literally had to write this movie for Ryan Reynolds with the way the kid and the Ryan Reynolds' character like acted with each other.
0: Uh, we can agree to disagree. Okay, I'll I'll agree to that. Anthony's just got to got to move on. Got
3: to
1: move Anthony's on. Anthony's just uh, what is it? To defending his baby daddy. Got to right move now. on.
3: The last thing I had a little nitpick, but the one thing I this isn't really a nitpick. The last thing I'll say is I hated the the scenes between him and his wife when they first met again. I didn't hate it because the way they acted or the way they introduced the scene. I hated it because. They were doing this, this all this emotional shit, and like, you know, they hadn't seen each other forever saying all this shit. And then it zooms out, and the kid's just sitting there looking at him. And then it takes away the weight for me of the scene. Yeah. He's just sitting there watching, all awkward, not really focusing on them. I'm more focused on the kid now. I'm like, why is he just there?
1: Like, what the fuck are you doing? Man?
3: Yeah, like, I get he's supposed to be there, but like, you know, he could have went on his walk, like he said, and then they could have introduced that whole thing. And then, you know, next scene. But other than that, um, I mean, I have little nitpicks, but I'm not going to go into
1: that too far. Um, shoot, y'all kind of said like the issues that I had with it, but um, like Ryan Reynolds playing himself really doesn't like it's not like a huge thing to me. Like, whenever I see a Ryan Reynolds movie, this is like I expect him to act this way, so I go into it, like knowing what kind of movie it's gonna be already. So, I don't really mind it all that much, but I would kind of like for him to like stay serious their movie because i not, I feel like he would kill that shit. You you should you should
3: you should clip that whole freaking discussion about Ryan Reynolds. That'd be a good video. But uh other than that, yeah, y'all kinda finagled
1: my things. That's
3: all I gotta say about the Atom project. So right. uh what do you
1: rate rate for our meeting. Banthony.
0: Hmm, I give it a eight. I okay. I think we should start doing <coughs> fives. What? I feel like we should start doing point fives. If y'all want to. We don't have to. But I'm not going to, but you can. I give it an 8.5. 8.5? 8.
1: I'm okay with doing point fives. I think if we do like all the decimals, then that's when it comes kind of retarded. But I'll give it the point yeah. five, or I'll do halves. Okay. I'm, okay uh, I'm going to give it a, an 8. Okay.
0: Recording
2: it?
1: I am with Anthony. I will give it a eight point five as well. I'm going to give it a seven point
3: five.
2: Bang, Noah. I'm not gonna do point fives. Those point fives.
3: Well, y'all all did it, so I felt pressured to do it. Fine, I'll give it. A, I'm giving it a seven. <coughs>
2: yeah, no beer pressure here.
0: That's uh, that's averages out to an eight. So Hooligan hang out eight out of ten. That's not bad. Eight out of ten approved, my fellow hooligans. Very
3: solid movie. I just didn't. I think I gave Uncharted a seven, and I did enjoy this movie more than Uncharted. But honestly, I think I should have given Uncharted a
1: six. Now that I'm looking back at it, I forget what I gave Uncharted. You gave it an eight, I think. Yeah, I put this one at eight point five. Then
0: what did I give Uncharted? You an know. Eight
1: or a nine?
2: I don't remember. Hmm. I gave it an
3: eight. Yeah, y'all, I'll give, y'all. I was the only one low on Uncharted. To be honest, I just didn't. I didn't think it worked. All right.
1: right. Well, that's, that's it. it. On that note. Thank you guys for Bye. listening all the way. What's up, bro? Thank you guys for listening all the way through. Um, if you did enjoy, make sure to drop a five-star rating wherever you're watching us. That definitely helps push us out a little bit more. Follow all our socials, Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube, at The Hooligan Hangout. And, uh, check out our merch, merch.streamelements.com. It does help us fund future projects, such as our short film that will be coming very soon. Very soon. Very soon.
3: And make sure you all check out um our lives. We're going to do an Instagram pretty much every week. Once we get the ability to do it on YouTube, we can. So, you know, just stay tuned and check it out because you can ask us any questions you want
1: while we're on live. Yes, of course. All
3: right.
0: You guys have a good night. Or good afternoon.
2: What is nachos.